welcome to the HR Chat Show, one of the world's most downloaded and shared podcasts designed for HR pros, talent execs, tech enthusiasts, and business leaders. For hundreds more episodes and what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. In this episode, we're going to talk about ways to develop and enhance career websites. My guest this time is Jim Taylor, Managing Director over at Happy Dance, a PH creative company. Happy Dance is an enterprise careers site platform with a mission to elevate your employer brand at every turn. Jim is a digital innovator specializing in career sites, and he says his true passion lies in discovering ingenious ways to optimize career sites performance, enriching candidate experiences, and crafting study platforms that magnify the organization's employer brand. Hey, Jim, welcome to the show today. Hey, Bill. Thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. So, Jim, beyond my reintroduction there, why don't you take a minute or so and introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, of course. I'm not sure what more to add to, uh, to that great introduction now. Um, I've obviously been a PH creator for, for over 15 years. My background is uh, tech. I originally joined as a web developer and then moved more into a, a lead uh, a lead director role. And for the last three or four years, I've uh, built a company within the company, focusing on building a, a SaaS platform for career sites within an employer branding agency. So I was able to harness my technical skills and, and background to be able to build and, and the leadership skills that I was, I was uh, developing over time within PH to build a company within a company. And it's grown from strength to strength. And for our US and Canadian audience today, that beautiful accent that you can hear from Jim is, <laughs> is, is a Liverpudlian, just like the Beatles. He told me that he's a Liverpool fan before we hit record today. Uh, okay, Jim, uh, tell us a bit about the, the, the mission of Happy Dance. Well, I guess our mission is to to be the the best platform out there for career sites. Not necessarily the biggest, but the best. And we recognise the you know the technology out there, like ATS systems and other different career site providers, aren't really focusing in on on candidate experience, and and that's where we come from in terms of you know being that strategic creative that we've designed our platform in in that respect. So it was more a case of we wanted to be the best in, in creating the best product for our customers and for candidates. Thanks for tuning in to the HR Chat Podcast. If you're enjoying this episode, we'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. And now, back to the conversation. I like the name, Jim. Where, Where does that come from? Tell me about that. Well, I can't take uh, all the credit for that. So, yeah. So, Happy Dance essentially is the um, is the is what we call the feeling um, that our customers get when they they finally get to launch their career site to the point when you're speaking to them and we're celebrating. They are literally doing a happy dance. When I say I can't take credit, it was obviously our CEO Brian Adams. Uh, I remember you know walking into his office and saying, "Okay, brilliant. You've, you know, you've given me this opportunity to." Uh, to start a company within the company, what do you think of, uh, of of calling the company this? And he, he was, we were throwing some names around, and he said, "What about Happy Dance?" And I was just like, "That's the strangest, craziest name I've ever heard." And literally walked out of his office. Um, 
but then obviously we came back around to it and it was like actually no it's it's very different it's very disruptive you know if you look at all the the, the sort of techno um, talent technology platforms out there you know i would say it really stands out but it did it did tie into that that feeling of our customers the the experience that they're getting when they go through the whole of the implementation building and designing that career site as they as they follow us on that journey and, and finally putting it live and getting to show the world and starting to attract the right talent that was the, the type of responses that we, we were getting at the time so that's that's why we stuck to that name well sadly this is an audio podcast otherwise my next question would be can you stand up and give us a happy dance jim <laughs> I, i'm constantly asked to do that and that's just dancing is not my uh, my strongest skill set <laughs> me neither me neither uh, i dance like my dad um, okay so on your linkedin page you say every day i foster a culture that thrives on conquering challenges and delivering outstanding results uh, you're 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 a leader jim from a leadership perspective what does it take to create and sustain an engaged culture of innovation? I think it, it requires um, alignment and collaboration and great communication. So at a Happy Dance every quarter, we have what we call an enabler day. So we bring the, the whole of the team together to update them on all aspects of the business, whether it's operations, sales, you know, any processes that may have changed. So, and, and obviously keep replaying the strategy of what our mission is and what we're trying to achieve and all the different KPIs so that everybody is brought back uh, to alignment. So I remember some, someone saying to me that once is like, obviously, you know, you may set sail one day on a ship, but you have to constantly um, check, you know, the compass in terms of where you're going. And it, sometimes it may need a, a slight course direct uh, course correction. But if you're not checking, you may go completely off course. And that's what we're doing on a, on a regular basis is just um, course correcting and aligning the team. And as part of that, it, you know, we, we obviously foster that collaboration of, of, of innovation by showcasing what we're doing and what we're trying to achieve together. And, you know, when you've got like um, old or even new uh, team members saying, hey, I think I could contribute towards this actual feature. That sounds really great. Or I've actually been doing something in the background or I've done something for a customer that I want to make everybody else aware of. So I think it's just about great communication and, and alignments. That's that's how we try to do that. In terms of how we foster that, we have what we call uh, Ferrari Fridays uh, within Happy Dance. So that means that every Friday we try to uh, obviously avoid customer calls and where calls, obviously from a well-being perspective. But what we try to do is thinking about the four days that we've just had. And if we were able to just pause for a moment, what things could we do? to create efficiencies and innovate and make the car go faster, hence the word for the name Ferrari Friday. So we're able to bring the team together on, on a regular basis, go, you know, what things can we make? Can we put our foot down on the pedal? Um, what things can we stop doing, you know, to, to, to make those efficiencies? So that's where, that's that's the type of culture that we try to, um, to, to drive and amplify it by, you know, making sure everybody can contribute and making sure that everybody's on the same page. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the HR Chat Show. IEA Training provides professional development to a changing workforce with changing needs. And we're proud to support this episode of the HR Chat Podcast. IEA offers lots of courses, webinars, and on-demand training to meet our students where they are and help them reach their goals. We're proud of our contribution to better risk analysis and high operating standards in the industry. Learn more at ieatraining.org. 
And now, back to the conversation. Okay, I think I've got an idea now for what the uh, associated image should be for the post about this interview. It'd be a, a bunch of dudes uh, dancing happily in a Ferrari. I think that'd be quite cool. Um, <laughs> I need to create something there. <laughs> okay. Um, now then, I was all over your LinkedIn before our interview today, and uh, you've got a lot of social posts about Wreckfest. It looks like you're a big fan of the, the Wreckfest event. For you, what, what makes that a special event? Yeah, so this year has been the first year that we've really invested in events. Um, it's not something that we've traditionally done. So we obviously identified a number of different types of tech uh, talent events that we wanted to wanted to do, like HR tech and, and a number of others. But Wreckfest, obviously, it was it was my first one, uh, Wreckfest UK, and it was just so different. That's that's the big thing I took from it in terms of like normally where you're in a huge, huge sort of indoor warehouse and walking around lots of different stands and pods and seeing all the different technology. This was in the middle of the field to the point where it really had a festival vibe, which I'm a massive muse on, a big lover of, of festivals. So going somewhere where it felt like it had a bit of that as well. Um, it was interesting, like the, the UK, Wreckfest UK was very sort of business in the morning, lots of traffic to the stands, lots of people asking questions about what we do and, you know, lots of great conversations. And then as the, the afternoon drawn in, it was more about, um, obviously there was the, the festival party aspect of it, but it was more about, um, you know, meeting people, you know, you know, collaborating and, and talking to people and making connections. Um whilst letting your hair down. And then obviously in the nighttime, they had a uh, basement jacks playing in a tent, which was just unreal. So I'd, I'd never been to a, a, an, an event like that before. So that was huge, um, like 5,000 uh, people um, at that event. We then did um, Wreckfest US, which was in Nashville. And for Wreckfest themselves, that was the first time they'd done US. Um, it was a two-day event, so like a one day and a half, half day the next day. Um, Obviously, it was slightly different because it was only a thousand people. I think they were just obviously testing the water with that. It was much more, I would say, serious from a business perspective. There was less of the sort of the party atmosphere that you get with with Wreckfest, where I think a lot of the TA teams and even even um, vendors there are taking their teams to UK to sort of you know immerse themselves in, in the environment and just let their hair down. Was US was was a little bit more serious. We got well, obviously a lot more traffic. Um, a lot more leads from the US and it was just great to be in in another country and, and exploring stuff. So it was a great experience as well. So massive fan of, of Rexfest, massive fan of the team that have uh, uh, produced that event and long may that continue and, and grow for the success. Okay, regular listeners on this show will know that uh, I'm involved with producing a bunch of different events. I'm a big believer in getting together in person, particularly after a couple of years where we just couldn't do that. Anyway, okay, let's uh, switch up the pace a bit now. If you don't mind, Jim, I'm going to challenge you to answer the next couple of questions in 60 seconds or less. What, Bill? You can't possibly ask me to do that. Well, we're going to give it a go. Uh, first one, what, what is the most fundamental element in designing an excellent candidate experience? And as part of that, why do so many companies get it wrong in 60 seconds or less? Go. I would say focus on the user, which is the candidate. A lot of our customers don't really have or understand personas, candidate personas, in terms of what their wants and needs are. And then obviously having an employer brand, which is the messaging architecture to really bring to life the you know the purpose, the the belonging, you know, everything around their culture and, and why they should work there. 
so to say they're like the key ingredients for 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 building on top of our platform which is all content yeah just on that persona thing uh is, is that something that you guys over at happy dance help your clients with in terms of building up what those archetypes look like yeah i'd say it's more on on our ph creative side with the employer brand division they do a lot of research workshops with customers to to really understand who those personas are what their wants and needs are and then being able to design that experience on the career side by you know what, what content's important to them, what type of content how do they engage how do they attract them how do they get them there and then how do they convert um you know that's that's something that we, we we do on the employer brand side and then we take those ingredients and, and bring that into the platform okay i'm going to challenge you again now in 60 seconds or less so what advice would you offer to hiring managers and hr pros looking to do a better job of telling the story of their employer brand and attracting higher quality candidates I would say uh, two things. One is obviously being authentic as possible um, and showing authenticity through real photography and video. So, you know, candidates are going to spend seven or eight hours doing their research. They want to digest everything there is to know about that company. And they can do that um, through video where it's really authentic versus some marketing manager writing some quotes of what somebody said. So trying to be as authentic with your content as possible. And then obviously use your employer brands to not only uh, attract and uh, convert and compel talent, but you can also use it to, um, you know, to, to get rid of them, to funnel them, filter them out. So being able to use your employer brand as a smart filter to repel talent is just as, empower, as, as powerful. So, if you, you know, I speak to lots of customers who say, we're getting tons and tons of CVs and it's taking hours to get through them all. You know, what if you just got quality? So it's it's all about uh, quality over quantity. That's really interesting. I don't often have people on this show who are that candid and say, well, you know, there are a whole bunch of personas, a whole bunch of types of candidates that we wouldn't want. You know, that, that those, those are not right, and that's going to take up time. So if there are ways to filter that out to start with, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry, you want to add something to that? No, I was, I was going to say, Bill, you know, there's – there's obviously skills, you know, candidates have certain skills, but then when you begin to interview these types of candidates, it's more like how how am I going to contribute to the organization and what do I get in return? So like on, on our employer brand side, we've got our whole give and get framework for, a, for what an employer brand should be. And, you know, if you can say to Canada, this is what a real day in the life is, then you're potentially saving yourself of, of hiring uh, an employee who may walk in the door and then 30 days later just say, this isn't right for me. This isn't a right fit. So if you're able to communicate that through your career site of what the reality looks like, what their purpose and their belonging and the impact is of when they join that organization, it's not, sometimes it's just not the right fit. So if you can use your content, your employer brands and bring that to life in your career site, use it as a way to filter out those candidates that aren't right for you. Once in a while an event series is born that shakes things up, it makes you think differently, and it leaves you inspired. That event is Disrupt HR. The format is 14 speakers, 5 minutes each, and slides rotate every 15 seconds. If you're an HR professional, a CEO, a technologist, or a community leader and you've got something to say about talent, culture or technology, Disrupt is the place. It's coming soon to a city near you. Learn more at disrupthr.co. So it looks like you guys work with some pretty 
awesome companies, uh, brands such as Domino's, ADP, Nationwide, and Pinterest. Uh, can you do some quick shout outs to, to any brands that stand out to you as awesome employers? Awesome employers? Uh, obviously, I'd, I'd call out my own. <laughs> I'm very fortunate to work with amazing people in, in my team. Um, you know, I think we're in terms of the culture, the people, um, the fact that I've, I mean, I've been here for 15 years now and, you know, a lot of the, the, the team here have been here for over a decade. So, you know, we've grown together, we've turned into leaders, we've supported each other. And, you know, when I've got a, a CEO and a boss in, in someone like Brian Adams as a, as a mentor has helped me to be able to develop, to give me that trust, to be able to make decision, my decisions and, and where I want my career to go and be really supportive. So, Obviously, I can I can't um, praise our my my employer enough. In terms of other companies and um, you know what they do for 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 their their own employees in terms of how they they look after them. I'm conscious I might start calling out names and then with the customers will be like, why didn't you you call us out? But you know I I think what's interesting is that you know when we speak to these TA teams, they're all really passionate about doing what's right for for their for their customers. At the same time. They really, um, they really believe in, in what they're doing for the organisation, um, and that's why they're there. That's that's why they stay, and that's why they're trying to attract talent to join them as well. So yeah, we we work with great brands, and, and I'd say the the great employees as well from what what I've seen. Yeah, Brian Adams is awesome. Um, and I'd urge folks to check out the interview that me and Chris Bjorling did with Brian on the People and Performance podcast. He is wicked cool. Um, okay, just a couple more questions for you today, Jim, before we wrap things up. What, in your opinion, are some of the opportunities for and maybe some of the best uses of AI? We can't go through a conversation on this show recently without talking about AI. So what, what, what are some of those opportunities for and best uses of AI and, and other tech in the talent acquisition acquisition space at the moment? Well, AI can obviously save you so much time, but I guess it all depends on on the prompts in terms of how you train AI to respond to you, how you want it to respond. Um, I'm personally a massive fan of the likes of ChatGPT, constantly you know experimenting and playing with it. And recently they've just released their ChatGPT builds where you can build your own ChatGPTs. Uh, we use a lot of the open AI in our platform as well. So historically, we've always been focused on trying to make the our platform 100% content manageable, meaning that our customers don't need to raise support tickets to make simple content changes, whether it's add a link to the navigation or restructure the links in the footer or add a new page. The way we started to leverage AI now is is helping our customers come up with content ideas as well as analyzing the content they've written and creating recommendations and prompts and grades. So years ago, um, before obviously OpenAI came around, we built a tool called Job Page Grader. So you can go to jobpagegrader.com, input a URL of your job page, and it will grade that page based on performance, SEO, conversion, and engagement. Uses over like eighty different metrics, and and obviously, what what it's doing is it's giving you lots of insights for things like readability, sentiments, gender bias, things that the customer can change to improve their job description. Obviously, that was that's a three year old tool now, and it still gets uh, used quite heavily. Um, but where obviously AI is starting to 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 speed those types of features up is that you know there's a lot more that, that can be done there in terms of you know job des- uh, job descriptions in themselves writing job descriptions that are completely aligned to your employer brand, your EVP, your tone of voice, making sure there's no bias within the actual job description. You know, if 
you know, the stats out there to say, you know, um, most men would, would apply for the role, but if there are certain uses of language within a job description, women would be completely turned off from those. So trying to remove that gender bias from those job descriptions, AI can massively help uh, talent attraction teams with that and with content creation and even things like, uh, de- you know, developing personas, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot that AI can do, and I think it's it's not. I wouldn't say it was going to replace jobs, but it's just how those that um, that have those skills and love doing what they do is harnessing that technology to create more efficiencies for themselves and create better outputs. Perfect. And just finally for today, Jim, how can our listeners connect with you? Maybe that's LinkedIn. Maybe you might want to share your email address. Maybe you're super cool and all over TikTok and places. And of course, how can they learn more about Happy Dance? Yeah, sure. So, yeah, LinkedIn, I'd probably say it's the place to go. So if you search for Jim Taylor at Happy Dance, uh, Happy Dance are also on LinkedIn. And our web address is happydance.love, L-O-V-E. So that's where you can connect with us. Yeah, I saw that. I love that. that that's, a, that's a great domain. Um, okay, well, that just leaves me to say for today, Jim Taylor, thank you very much for being my guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thanks so much, Bill. Pleasure. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thanks for listening to the HR Chat Show. If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe and listen to some of the hundreds of episodes published by HR Gazette. And remember, for what's new in the world of work, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media, and visit hrgazette.com.